Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 644 of the Juicebox Podcast. Before I start the last episode of the Defining Thyroid series, I'd like to take a moment to thank you. Your support of the podcast makes these little side endeavors possible. What I mean by that is, is that I couldn't do a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine episode series about thyroid if you guys weren't going to support it by downloading it and listening to it. It would be hard for me to tell the advertisers, I'm going to put a bunch of content in, nobody's going to listen to it. So I appreciate you guys clicking and downloading and subscribing. You allow me to do things like this Defining Thyroid series. Today is the last episode in this series so far, unless I think of something in the future. But today's topic is about how to take the medication. And it's a bit of a wrap up too. But taking your thyroid medication is not as easy as just popping it in your mouth. There are some things you need to know. If you take these medications incorrectly, they don't work. So settle in, listen to Jenny and I go over how to take your thyroid meds and the reasons why. I think you'll find them interesting. Speaking of great sponsors of the podcast, this episode of the Juice Box Podcast is sponsored by the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. Head over to Dexcom.com forward slash juicebox and say hello to Dexcom. All right, Jenny. We've learned that we have hyper or hypothyroidism, and we're going to start taking medication. Somehow we've gotten lucky and found a doctor who understands it. (laughs) Thank goodness. We're on our way. Um, But it's not that easy. Uh, It is a little tiny pill. You have to take it once a day. Uh, But there are a lot of things you can't take the pill with, and there are timing issues about how to take it. So how would you how would you describe to somebody to take their thyroid medication? It would be good a good long discussion in terms of I would first ask how are you taking it and what are you aware of in terms of your intake around that medication? Um, timing and everything. And a lot of people, like I said before, um, a lot of people are probably doing the really, like the very basic, um, what their doctor has said, which is don't take it with other pills or supplements, take it first thing in the morning and take it at least an hour before you eat anything else. That's the, that's like the general idea of taking your, taking your thyroid medications, specifically like the level thyroxine or Synthroid are the, the typical names that are what me, most people are using. Yeah. So same time of day, every day. Um, mm-hmm. I guess most people say the morning cause their stomach's empty. Right. Is that right. why Arden takes hers at the end of the day? Like before. Well, she and if she's not taking any other supplements at the end of the day and it's well past her dinner time, then for some people, that is another really good time of day to take it mm-hmm. because they don't have time to wait in the morning time. They don't have that, like either they're not going to get up in enough time um, before they have to leave or go to school or whatever's on their docket for the day. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, same time of day is really, really important. And then the other things that, you know, we'll talk about as, as we discuss will give you a good idea that daytime taking it is 
probably not the, it's, it's not the best idea at all. Um, so same time of day, definitely. I think another one is, and this would come from your doctor. If you've found the type or meaning like the brand that works for you, make sure that your doctor is always writing on your prescription, no substitutions. Yeah. Because I know myself, like I've been changed from my typical, like Humalog branded insulin to the generic Humalog, Mm -hmm. which it's made by the same company. It's just not called Humalog on the label any longer. Right. right. And that was my insurance's, you know, decision to go to the generic. Um, I have found no issue with that at all. It works exactly the same as my name branded Humalog worked. So fine and dandy, but for something like thyroid medication. It's a really, it's something I've heard many people say, I tried this substitution. It did not work for me. So just have your doctor write no substitutions on the prescription. Yeah. The compounding of the medication, especially when you're taking, um, levothyroxine, which is the, which is the medication name, but you'll see it as brand names like Synthroid, um, Unithroid, Tyrosin, Lavoxyl. So, those compoundings are really specific. Like, correct. I've I saw my wife was just cruising along on Synthroid, and the same thing happened that you're saying. Like, one day it just got substituted for the generic, and no, yeah, no one noticed. You, you know, like no one noticed, and then suddenly weeks later, my wife was like having problems, and then you, you don't, you know what I mean? Like, you don't. It takes a long time to figure out again. So now you've figured out this issue for yourself. You're cruising along, and then someone just doesn't write no substitutions. And just like that, you're having a problem you can't even figure out. So right. um, Synthroid is taken by my wife. Arden used to take Synthroid. But um, in the, you know, we were trying to find reasons why she might be having other problems. And, you know, mm-hmm. we were down to, like, maybe she's having a drug interaction, which it wasn't. But she switched to Tyrosin. At that point, Tyrosin's actually, um, it's not a pill. Like, like Synthroid's a dry, like, compounded pill. Right. Tyrosin's a liquid inside of a gel cap. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And because she had good success on it, when my son started something, they just gave him Tyrosin, too, because it worked for her, and that was the idea. Other medications that you might be taking if you have hypothyroidism is a word I can't say, lyothyroinine, it doesn't matter. It's cytomelotyrosin. It's a T3 mm-hmm. in, in synthetic form. My wife had a ton of success with cytomel until it started giving her palpitations. Huh. Like one night, I swear, one night we were sitting in bed and she's like, I'm having a heart attack. Something's going on. I remember you telling, yeah. I think we talked like the next day or something it's and crazy. you mentioned it. She's like, she grabbed, a, there's an Apple watch in the house that basically nobody uses. It's mine, but my eyes went, I can't see it anymore. So <laughs> I don't like just looking at my wrist going, I wish I could see this. So we, it was charged up. We put it on her and used it um, for, it has like a little EKG thing on it and everything. Sure. And she was actually in, um, Oh gosh. AFib? I think so. What whatever that thing measures, I'll find out and I'll put it in here. Um, but we were like, like, are we going to the hospital kind of thing? Like if it was like right along there, you know, you're very worried. And then she removed the cytomel and it just went away. So Interesting. She told her endo and um 
and the endo is like, take the cytomel. Now, the problem was she was getting a lot of benefit from the cytomel. Too. Sure. Um, so, you know, there was something to do there. My son takes, so my son sees Dr. Benito and she's a little more of a um, integrative doctor, I guess. Uh, I don't know what you would She call. looks at everything and she pays attention to everything that might impact. Yeah. Yes. So my son actually takes a mix of tyrosine and armor thyroid. So then mm-hmm. the, the third kind of thyroid medication you might see um, is, is a more natural version. Um, armor, I think, is made from glands of a pig, right? Dry thyroid of the glands of a pig. Um, and I think there's another brand named Nature Thyroid, too, or Nature Throw. I forget how they say it. Uh, okay. It, it might be the generic of it. So my son takes a blending of tyrosine and a very small amount of armor. And mm-hmm. that seems to be working really well for him. But and again, what you're emphasizing is just really making sure that you know how you've been doing on what you've been using and continue to use it and make sure that it, even if you change doctors, which does happen, right? Plans change, things change, doctors leave practices, that you really just have a, have a definite list of this is what I was using. And even like symptoms and things like your wife, I can't use this. I had to switch to this because these were the problems that I experienced. So keeping some really good notes about what is working, what doesn't work, what you've tried, um, and kind of even the doses that, you know, you find that definitely work for you. Um, And in, you know, in terms of medications, especially around taking, you know, just the first step is the timing of when you take your thyroid medications. I mean, talking just about medications, you have to also really be good about knowing which other meds you're taking that might interact with the thyroid medication in a a way that you don't want. I mean, and there are, I mean, there are a host of other meds that can change the way that your thyroid med gets absorbed. Mm -hmm. And then your thyroid meds, because you're taking these other medications may need specific adjustment based on how these other meds are helping you as well. So it becomes really important to pay attention. I mean, the, the list is extensive. I, there's antidepressants and there are, I think, blood thinners and some the statins, even some of the birth control pills, some of them oral medications for diabetes, reflux, anti-acid types of medication. I mean, again, yeah. Many that you need to pay attention to. <laughs> and, like, and like you said, things that you might be taking already because you have type one, like for instance, an iron supplement or a multivitamin yes. with an iron supplement. Uh, same with calcium, calcium supplements or multivitamins with calcium supplements. If you took those at the same time as your Synthroid or Tyrosin, it would just block the uptake of it. And now you're going through the effort of taking this pill anyway. And sort of like what we were talking about with my wife when when she got switched to generic and nobody knew, you're going to start having problems and you're not going to know why because your brain's not going to say to you like, oh, it's the thyroid pill because in your mind, you take that every day. You're doing it, right. you know? Right, right. So, so to me, thyroid is getting it diagnosed and then finding a doctor who understands it, who will do the right blood work and mess with your levels. Somebody who's going to treat your symptoms and not your lab results and then direct you properly about how to take the medication because you're going to go through all these steps and then take the meds wrong. And and that is such a prevalent complaint online, which is, it is. Which is about my thyroid meds don't work. 
but they yeah. could, it, it could be something stupid. Like, like, did you know, um, if you take antacid, like even over the counter antacid, I'm saying, did you know, Jenny's going to know this, but <laughs> well, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> it, it blocks iron absorption. Oh yeah. Yeah. So people yeah. who have low iron, but are taking antacid, they don't realize that. And then you could take your iron supplement at the same time as you take your antacid, and then you might as well just flush the iron supplement down the toilet instead of it in your mouth. Or, you know, if you think about some some people take some of their meds with like their frappuccino or their iced mocha. I know it's not fair to put the ad here because you're thinking, I drink iced mocha. Should I be doing that? Well, you'll find out in a second when Jenny finishes her thought. But I need you for a moment to focus, focus, focus on the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. I'm going to tell you a story from this week in our house. Arden had to go on a steroid pack for six days, I believe. This steroid pack um, monkeyed with her blood sugar pretty bad. At times, Arden needed four units of basal an hour. I was able to use the information that I got back from Arden's Dexcom G6 to make quick and accurate adjustments so that she didn't suffer for days upon days after starting the steroid pack. We were able to get things dialed in in about eight hours. And then as the pack titrates away, she gets fewer steroids as the days go on. The impact on her blood sugar changed and we were able to change with it. Now, tonight, as the steroids disappeared from our system. We also had to change a pod and then go right into a meal. Well, we bolused pretty, um, I'd say aggressively for the meal. And about 45 minutes after the bolus, it was clear that Arden had too much insulin. It was not a problem because of the Dexcom. It immediately showed Arden's blood sugar dropping. It showed us the arrows that indicated a fast drop. It made alarms so that we couldn't ignore it. And Arden was able to take in some food without rushing, and she avoided a low blood sugar. Her blood sugar kind of stopped right around 69, held, 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 the food kicked in, and right now she's 111. Without a Dexcom G6 continuous glucose monitor, what I'm going to guess would have happened instead would have been that we would not have had the nerve to be aggressive at dinner. And instead of a drop, Arden probably would have seen a significant rise in her blood sugar based on what she ate, I'm guessing, that we would have then fought with for many hours this evening because we would just be testing randomly to see where she was. But with the Dexcom, you're seeing her blood sugar in real time. Now, okay, fair's fair. We used a little too much insulin, but it was never a problem. Never a panic situation because Dexcom was right there to say, beep, 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 your blood sugar is getting low. And we were able to react calmly, rationally with a measured amount of carbohydrates and stop her low before it ever happened. Kind of magical. Trust me, I raised a child without CGMs and I've raised one with them. I prefer this way. Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. These are our results and yours may vary, but um, there's nothing better than seeing it live. It really gives you a chance. There are links in the show notes of your podcast player to Dexcom and all the sponsors. 
There's links at juiceboxpodcast.com, but you can always just go to a browser and type dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. This is a piece of technology you want on your side. Go check out the website. And when you try to leave it, it's going to give you a little pop-up banner that says, hello, Dexcom. That's your opportunity to maybe get a free 10-day trial. Give it a whirl. in the morning time. Okay. That might be great and fine for other medications, but for thyroid medications, things like fiber and caffeine, caffeine, and even some of the macro micronutrients just in food, which is why we recommend not taking it along with food and just with water is because it can really impair the absorption again of the dose of thyroid medication that you're supposed to be getting. So don't take it with your caffeine in the morning. (laughs) And, and just take a glass of water <laughs> and plenty of um plenty of distance between them if the, if you are taking an iron supplement and thyroid hours like you, you're gonna have to make a plan and then that becomes an issue for people too you know making a plan and one interesting thing especially in terms of diabetes and a lot of the change that we've seen in just fueling plans right i i hate the word diet but the way that people choose to eat with diabetes to manage their blood sugars better, you might be going from a typical, you know, diet to more high fat, or maybe you're going the complete opposite. And now you're just doing an all vegan, very low fat type of diet. Well, if you had been eating really high fat and you go to a really low fat eating plan, you may actually need to change your dose of thyroid medication. It, the dose might actually be too high if you had gone from really high fat eating to really low fat eating. You might have to adjust your doses. Um, so I, you know, all those kinds of things, these these are not on the printout list of how to take your thyroid med when the doctor tells you the the majority of time what I hear when I ask people how they're taking it is, oh, I take it first thing in the morning and then I wait to eat until I get to the office, which is like an hour later because that's what the doctor told me to do. Mm -hmm. Just give it an hour. Well, another one that often comes up on the list too, if you're really looking how to properly take it is foods that are high in calcium. Calcium can impair the absorption of their thyroid med. And actually the time frame from calcium intake to taking your thyroid med is much longer than an hour. It's like, you're supposed to wait like three to four hours. Right. You know, it, because if you're not getting the absorption, then you're not getting the medication and you really do need it. Um, listen, there's a great example. Arden's been applying to colleges, right? She's done now. Thank God. Like my wife and I got in bed last night and we we're like, oh, like that was something, you know, just. Yes. So Arden's applying to uh, fashion schools. So she doesn't just apply. You know, it's not just an application. She's portfolios. Some schools want like th- they were samples of things. They were making dresses in my house last week because of that. Right. And so it's been a lot. She's got high school on top of this, on top of everything else. She's been going to bed exhausted every night. And about, I don't know, about four or five days ago, she comes by my office. And she's going to bed and she goes, hey, I just realized I ran out of tyrosine 
and I didn't go get it. And I was like, when? She goes, I don't know, like five days ago, maybe. <laughs> I was like, great. <laughs> so, um, so we did, what we did was we did two Tirasynth that night, and then we did two Tirasynth the next night, and then we went back to a regular thing. Because that is the other thing. If you miss it one night, just take two the next day. Um, is definitely, that's how it's been explained to us. My, my doctor even told Arden, if you go away for the weekend and come back and go, oh, I didn't bring it with me. She's like, just take it all. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. And again, that would be something definitely to go over with your doctor 100%. of the, what if this, what do I do? Because again, Arden's dose may be very specific to that works really well to double up the next day after you missed it the day before for somebody else. That might not be the case. Well, it also brings up the problem is that some people then might think to skip it for seven days and take seven of them, which is not going to work. And I'm not saying that you should make a plan around skipping your medication. But if you do, there's kind of a way to catch back up again. But the point is, is that yesterday, yesterday, about three days after she told me this happened and probably about seven days after she stopped taking it, she was exhausted. And she like she's like I can't I'm so tired and I was like yeah well, you didn't take your thyroid medication for four so it's got to play catch up yeah and then finally it caught up to you and I said you're this is why it's important so now I'm trying to explain to a kid who's been taking thyroid medicine since she was little she just thinks it's part of her life she doesn't even I don't even think half the time right. she knows what the hell it's for you, you know yeah so yeah anyway it's really important you don't have to live like that and if you're taking that medication and it's not helping. There, there should be a mixture of amounts or T3 and T4 or armor or whatever that a doctor can get you to that will really help you. You, you shouldn't have to struggle with this. So Right. You know. Exactly. All right. Well, that's my passion project, Jenny, thyroid disorder. I think awesome. We, I, think well, I think we've covered a lot. Yeah, we, I think we're done, actually. Are we, we done with our thyroid stuff? I think we got through it all. I hope people listen to this and that they're just like, well, actually, I've heard um, from a couple of people that I work with that they've enjoyed, um, although they don't have or they already have and they knew enough, but they just like the explanation a little bit better. Um, I've heard a couple of people say that it's nice that we're delving into something related to type one, but a side note of how to manage something that could also be impacting your diabetes management if you're not managing your thyroid stuff well to begin yeah. with. Yeah. So I, I know we've gone over it over and again, but um let's just leave it here at the end of this episode. If your thyroid is mismanaged or or not working properly and you're not managing it at all, that does impact your your insulin. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Your dose of insulin, your glucose control, your sensitivity, everything is impacted if your thyroid is not well managed. Right. I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you too the other thing is that, you know, when you I think that one of the things that maybe keeps people away from looking into this stuff is that they don't want there to be another thing wrong with them. Like I think right. it's psychological sometimes. Like they just like, like we just found out we have type one. I don't want to find out about this next thing. You well, know? well, you know, the funny thing about it is, I mean, I, I keep really good. I feel like visual on all of my health parameters, right? When I get things tested, my lab results come back. Even if the note to me is like, all parameters are in target, I look at all the parameters. I don't just go by that note that says everything looks good. I look at each of them. Well, since we've started like doing this thyroid stuff, I actually went back like, I think it was like six years just to see 
what have my like thyroid checks look like over the past six years? How have they fluxed? How have they changed? And quite honestly, I'm very thankful and I should knock on some piece of wood somewhere. Um, I mean, they don't, mine don't really change. <laughs> so whatever my body is doing right, yay, it's yeah. doing thyroid right. <laughs> Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. That's all. Like I, I, I do think yeah. there's a, a spot like with diabetes that you do get into you know, you just get into a rhythm. You take the pill at the right time. Your your life kind of goes like that. Like I want people to understand. Like if you're, you know, if you're doing this well over and over again, and one night you take your multivitamin and your thyroid medication at the same time, like don't beat yourself right. up. Just go Big back deal. the next day. But if yes. you're doing it every day at the same time, you could you could be completely correct. Yeah, just just making the the thyroid medication. It, it, again, it might as well, you might as well not even be taking it because you're blocking it, its absorption. The other one that comes to mind just briefly because of everything we've had going on in the past couple of years, people have really tried to get enough backstash of products and even medications. Mm -hmm. Make sure your thyroid medication is not expired. Okay. Make sure it's not expired. <laughs> Don't take expired. Get new. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we. You need it to work. Like you need yes. it to do what it's supposed to do. I think we've done yes. it. Jenny, I'm a, cool. I'm, I think it's good. Yay. We're done. Yay for us. Yay for us. Good job. <laughs> Yay for us. <laughs> I. You know, I'm going to tell you that I, I think we're going to be doing this more with other things. Like I want to. I do want to talk about just iron specifically, you know, people's iron levels are generally not high enough, uh, vitamin D, maybe we're going to go down a little supplement trail at some point. Well, and I think kind of a, a piece of that, as we've kind of already gotten into, even with some of the thyroid discussion is really gut level absorption and really maybe doing, I know people like more like link to this like research. Why is this the information that you're kind of, you know, telling us mm -hmm. there's a lot of good information about gut health specific to autoimmune disorder and very specific to type one that leads to the reason that your daughter's doctor is like, Hey, get rid of those oral supplements for vitamin D. You need to be taking it under your tongue. So it gets absorbed through your oral mucosa. It doesn't get absorbed for many people with type one through the gut. It just doesn't. No. So I, I'm looking into the right people to talk to about some of this stuff. I there's one doctor I'm considering. I'm actually also considering contacting the company that we sent the uh the gut testing off to. Like maybe they've got a medical drug. Who did you because I did that, God, it was probably four years ago. Cause I think Conan was like a year or so old. Maybe he was like 18 months. So it was probably about four-ish years ago that I did it. Um, I'm curious what company you guys use. I have the information downstairs. I don't have it here at my desk. So okay. I'm not sure. Um, but I'll, I that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, who do you get that can really talk about this stuff Right down deep? You know? And isn't just like a foo-foo kind of like, oh, we're doing this fancy, like send us your poop and like, we'll <laughs> give you, you know, you shouldn't be eating broccoli anymore. And, you know, I don't, you know, how did you nail it down to broccoli? I didn't even have broccoli for the past week. So it wouldn't have been in my poop. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, where are you getting that from? Uh, I would I, like to know. I definitely do want to understand it better as well. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. 
How about that, Jenny Smith, huh? Round of applause. I'm not going to clap because it messed up your audio, but I mean, like, she's terrific. Uh, Jenny's for hire if you're interested. She works at integrateddiabetes.com. I'd like to thank Dexcom very much for being a longtime sponsor of the Juicebox podcast and remind you that you may be eligible for a free 10-day trial of the Dexcom G6. Head over to Dexcom.com forward slash Juicebox and say hello to Dexcom. Thanks again for listening to my Defining Thyroid series. I hope you found it valuable. Please don't forget... Oh, I, I ran right into the music there. Hold on, let me get a drink. Please don't forget there is a fantastic episode at episode 413. It's called Thyroid Disease Explained. It's with myself and Dr. Addie Benito. She's terrific. And if you really, really want to dig down deep and understand thyroid, it's a great place to uh, to keep going. All right. You guys good? Did you like this? Episode 616, Defining Thyroid Hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's Thyroiditis. Episode 619, Defining Thyroid, Pituitary and Thyroid Glands, 624, TSH Testing, 628, T4 and T3, 632, Autoimmune, 636, Goiter, 640, Thyroiditis, 641, Graves Disease, and of course, this, the last episode, 644, I think I'm going to call this one, I don't know, I didn't really think about it until now, and now you got me on the spot. I mean, uh, defining thyroid. All right, let's think about it together. Uh, defining thyroid, taking your medicine? No. How to take the meds? How to take the meds? Um, proper dosing. Look at that. I got it. Defining thyroid, proper dosing, episode 644. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've gotten something out of it. I've enjoyed bringing it to you. I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Juice Box Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please share it with someone else who you think may enjoy it. And my goodness, if you're not already, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe in your favorite audio app. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, I don't care which app you use, hit subscribe, please. Helps the show immensely.